Em, can you believe we are in our third season of Interview Boss? Not really. It's crazy. But that means there are over 90 episodes we've made. (gasps) Oh my God. Scrolling through all of our episode titles, you might miss an episode that actually is exactly what you're looking for. Yes, we get so many messages of people asking us to do an episode on something and we're like, we already have. So we've put together playlists to help you find the episodes that are best suited to you. If you're applying for jobs, we have episodes about resumes, cover letters and job ads. If you've been offered your dream job, we have episodes on resigning, exit interviews and how to impress at your new company. Yes, and we even have a playlist for if you have an interview like tomorrow and you need just our most recommended episodes, just the ones you really need between now and then. Exactly. It is all there for you. You can browse by category. Check out the playlist at www.interviewboss.com.au forward slash podcast. If you don't have as much experience, that's not necessarily going to be a deal breaker. Um, Shoot your shot. still... Yeah, that's your motto. That is my motto. You should get a tattoo of that. It's literally your motto. You say it all the time. I do because (laughs) I stand by it. It fucking works. Like every time I've (laughs) shooted my shot, it's worked. Shot my shot. I don't think you get, you can expect to get every single job you apply for by any, by any means. Um, You can, you can and you will. (laughs) The positivity never hurts. Yeah. Put yourself out there. It'll be okay. everyone and welcome back to Interview Boss. My name's Emma. I'm a third year journalism student who's teamed up with my sister to give you advice, inspiration and support when you're looking for a new job. Sarah is a HR and recruitment professional and together we're excited to give you guys all the tips, tricks and behind the scenes knowledge to help you in your career. Hey Em, this week we're channeling our inner Adam and Jamie and we're busting some myths. That's right, we're going to bust some myths today about the job search. Let's get into it. Myth number one, this one is a bit ridiculous. People think sometimes the applicant tracking system is rejecting you. Can you tell us a bit about that? Yeah, there are actually people out there on LinkedIn and who sell courses and coaching and things that are perpetuating this idea that there are these applicant tracking systems that reject you without someone even looking at you and your resume has to beat the ATS. Now, applicant tracking systems are real. It's basically a database that a recruiter either internally or at an agency will use to collect all the applications. You can put them into little buckets of what stage they're at. If they're interviewed, it allows you to message people to send them emails, documents, those sorts of things. And it collects all the different people in what jobs they've applied for, saves their documents against their name, that kind of thing. It's just basically a database system. And I wish there was a system out there that would just do all the recruiting for you, like pick out the top five candidates. And I don't Technology know why is not people quite think... there yet. <laughs> we don't yeah, have full-on robots it... doing HR people's jobs yet. Absolutely not. So genuinely a person is always on the other side of those systems and there is not a single provider out there that I'm aware of that automatically rejects people um, without even looking at them. You might think, okay, well, I got rejected within an hour of applying. Yeah, your recruiter's probably on the other side and they opened your resume. Um, or it was just fast. They may be, yeah, exactly, it was just fast. Or um, 
they looked at one of your responses to like a knockout question. So something you responded to on Seek and they said, you know, you need a degree and you said, I don't have a degree. And they looked at that and they went, no, gone. Goodbye. Um, So those things can eliminate you, but it's not a robot. It's always a person. So bust that myth, myth busted. Consider that myth busted. All right, coming into myth number two, we have the one-page resume. A lot of people have this idea that it has to only be one page and if it's any longer, like they're not going to look at it and they don't want to consider it. That is not true. Yeah, exactly. Um, Unless the job specifically says submit a one-page resume, occasionally I've seen that, but it's very rare. People have this feeling like, oh, I want to say more about that, but oh, I've got to fit it on one page. It's got to be on one page. I have heard that there are apparently industries out there in the US where, you know, you do have to have a page. Okay, fine. Well, if that's the case and they're asking you for that, you know, follow the instructions on the job. But you need to make sure that your resume's got enough information on it. And I've seen one-page resumes for people in the middle of their career and they've got one sentence about each of the jobs they had. You can't put two years of experience in one sentence. You're going to need more room. So don't be afraid to go to that second page. Definitely. I um, had to recently do a resume that was only one page because I had specifically specified that. And it was horrific. I had so much trouble doing it. I just felt like I couldn't go into detail on enough. Had to leave things out that I felt were good. It was. It sucked. Mm. So if you if they're not requesting that, don't. Don't hold yourself to that account because it's hard and it sucks. Exactly. And you're cutting things out like, yeah. And there's something that you might mention in there that they might think, oh, that's exactly the problem that we're having at the moment. But it was a minor point in your resume. You're not going to have that opportunity if you've only got like a one sentence summary of each job. Amazing. So one page resume, myth busted. Coming into myth number three, we have nobody gets a job applying online. This is a bit of a weird one. Like I'm genuinely shocked that people would think this is a thing, but obviously people think it's a thing. Otherwise you wouldn't have it on this list of myths. (laughs) Yeah, I think there's an idea that when you see a job advertised that you have to go around it somehow. You have to go direct to the manager or you have to go, you know, some other way into a company and that applying online, you just go into this black hole of applications and you never hear back and you're never going to get the job. Can I understand why people feel that way when there are so, so many applications for, you know, certain jobs out there that are really popular or really competitive industries? Um, But people get jobs from job boards every single day, all the time. A stranger just applies on a job board, their resume gets seen and they get the job. So, it does happen, but go listen to our, you know, 10 reasons you might not have heard back from your job. There's a few tips in there as to why you might not have heard back so that you can understand what's going on behind the scenes um, after you apply and you can maybe be a little bit faster next time. You can maybe be, you know, thinking about the other things that you could try and do to get through. Myth busted. Which brings us to the next one, which is the most qualifications gets the job. A lot of people think that if you've got, you've done seven degrees and two certificates and this, that automatically makes you super duper qualified. That's not always the case. Talk to us about why that's a myth. All of the most amount of experience. um, I've had people before email me, you know, after they were rejected for a job application and say, but I met all the criteria. Um, You know, why didn't I get through to the next stage? Your personality might not have, babe. (laughs) 
<laughs> maybe or just if if it's like based on their resume only um they may not have had the the personality option but the criteria might have been actually quite broad and so 50% of people who applied might have actually met the criteria um, and so then you're making a judgment call or the recruiter's making a judgment call on the person's resume and what they're in particular looking for and just because you've got an extra degree or an extra couple of years experience doesn't necessarily mean you're the one who's going to get through um, it also you can see that in a positive way too um, if you don't have as much experience that's not necessarily going to be a deal breaker um, shoot your you shot definitely still yeah, that's your motto. It is my you motto. You should get a tattoo of that. That's literally your that motto. Is you horrific. say it all the time. I do because <laughs> I stand by it. It fucking works. Like every time I've <laughs> shooted my shot, it's worked. Shot my shot. I don't think you I don't think you get you can expect to get every single job you apply for by any by any means. You can. Um, you can but and you will. <laughs> <laughs> the positivity never hurts. Yeah, put yourself out there. It'll be okay. Awesome. Myth busted. Hey, job hunters. Big news. Our all new course, Interview Academy, is live and ready to transform your interview game. It's all the strategies from Sarah's one-on-one coaching, but without the limited time slots. Yep. It takes you step by step by step through crafting your career story, coming up with your awesome best bits and all the practice you need. And guess what? It's at a special launch price, never to be seen again. Get more information at interviewboss.com.au forward slash interview dash academy. It's linked in the show notes below. Next one is keywords. We People tend to yeah. think that you need to have a lot of buzzwords, a lot of keywords on your resume. What's that about? Yeah, so this is kind of like if anyone knows um, – you know, SEO, search engine optimization, or even just like hashtags on Instagram. Like the idea that once upon a time, the more hashtags you put, like if you put 50 hashtags, then you, you know, you'd go viral and all these people would like your thing. What you would notice nowadays though, is that doesn't work anymore because Instagram just thinks, oh, that's spam. Same thing with search engine optimization. If you just keyword stuff um, and put, you know, every single keyword you can imagine for your job, um, or for your website, then Google goes, oh, this is kind of spammy. Um, it's the same thing with a resume. Um, there are so many people out, out there who, again, are trying to sell you something at the end of the day, um, who say, oh, put these keywords and you put them in white text and hide them on your resume oh in visible God. keywords. What the hell? So that you can, oh, it's this idea So they that, think the system will pick it up and put you in a yes. good box. Yes. That reminds me of yes. um, the, the hack that went around, went viral for like um, uni assessments if you're trying to reach a, reach a word count, <laughs> like to put white text at the bottom. Like that's a, that's the level of like ridiculousness that this is on. It's it's the same thing. And don't you think like in that example, the lecturer has read, you know, 50 essays that are all 4,000 words. They're all, you know, 10 pages yeah, or whatever. They, and they get to yours and it's eight and a half. super short. Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're not that dumb, but no. I, I guess I like the creative thinking. It, it, I mean, it is creative and I can see people's frustration. They just go, how can I get ahead? If your resume comes up as matching a keyword, I'm say I'm doing a search and I look up Excel and customer service. Maybe those are the two things that I'm looking for, right? And your resume pops up. 
if I open it up and I can't see where you've actually mentioned that in the text mm. and I'm going, where is this displaying? Like down in this like skills section that's just got all these keywords. It doesn't really mean anything. Like I could put Excel on my resume. I could put customer service. I could put whatever I want. If it's not in context, it doesn't mean as much. Um, by all means, keywords are important. I will search for, um, you know, Excel. If I'm if I'm looking for someone who's really strong in Excel, I will search that. So you want to make sure you actually mention it on your resume, but put it in a sentence and put it in with the job where you actually did that. Um, Don't hide it in service. the same color as the page down the bottom. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. You don't, you don't want to keyword stuff your resume. Like at the end of the day, someone's going to open it and they're going to read your resume the same way they would have anyway. And if it's not the experience they're looking for, the keywords aren't going to save you and they're not going to get you the job without the rest of your resume being up to standard. Um, The only little tip that I would add there though, is if you have some sort of qualification and there's multiple ways that people refer to it. For example, I used to see this a lot with a forklift license. You might search for forklift license, those two words together, or you might search LF license. So you might you definitely want to make sure that you're putting both versions of that on What's LF license? It's basically another way of saying a forklift license. But if someone was weird. recruiting for that, they would look at LF. And some people only put LF on their resume and then if I search for forklift license they don't come up so right you do want to make sure if you're listing a qualification that there's like two ways that you could refer to it like put the other way in brackets like put like forklift license brackets lf or something like that yeah so that's the only thing I'd mention with keywords but other than that like don't do the white text thing and don't add like a section just to whack all of the keywords in um, because it'll be seen right through as soon as they actually open it amazing that myth is also busted. Uh, last myth we have is that you have to submit a cover letter. Now, <laughs> we actually did an episode on the three-part cover letter. Go listen if you haven't. We had a bit of an argument about this because it felt a bit <laughs> controversial. I didn't really agree. But since then, I've had some time to sit with my thoughts and I feel less I feel less weird about it now but still not completely unweird about it. Anyway, tell us again. Give us a refresher why we don't need one. So you – look, I'm not saying you don't need a cover letter. I'm just saying you don't have to have one. And if you're applying for a job that you're like a 6 out of 10 excited about and it's down your list of priorities and you really can't be bothered like tailoring a cover letter to that job and you're just going to use a generic like two-paragraph one or something, just don't bother. Just don't include one at all. Just send your resume by itself. If you're not going to go to the effort of tailoring it, then it's just not really worth anything. Like you can open a cover letter and instantly know this is generic because they say, you know, I'm I'm excited about this role in your, you know, reputable organization or like just the way that it's written, I open Vague. them and go close. Like I've just closed it. I'm not interested. It's not adding any value whatsoever. So if you're not going to do like a a tailored one and, you know, write it really well and put the effort in, don't bother. It's also the kind of thing where, you know, you shouldn't spend hours and hours and hours on your cover letter either. I'd put most of your time into your resume. Um, Then after that, you know, an hour max on your cover letter um, for a particular role. Incredible. So... 
We hope that you enjoyed those little myth busters there. Um, in an age where there's so much conflicting information out there, it's tough to know who and what to believe. So we thought that why not, but I was going to say, why not myth some busts? Why not bust <laughs> some myths about the job search for you guys? We yeah. now know not to believe that whole crap about the applicant tracking system robot just yeah. denying you. We know the one-page resume isn't we, we can write as much as we want no the yeah. whole nobody gets a job online thing myth that's ridiculous it's not all about the qualifications and experience there's more to it you don't need to go ham on the keywords and you don't have to submit a cover letter yeah that wraps it and up and i think if if anyone's ever telling you you know these are the rules for applying for jobs I mean, I'm pretty careful that we don't really do that kind of stuff here. We're not talking about you have to include a cover letter or you have to have a three-page resume. Um, and anyone that's trying to give you that kind of information, uh, a lot of a lot of this job search stuff, it depends on your experience. Yeah. What we're trying to do is give you the behind the scenes and the why it matters so that you can make up your own mind about how to apply that to your job search but yeah be careful out there there's lots of people they're all just trying to take your money um, to sell you a a newsletter be careful only listen to us (laughs) trust us on that note make sure you come back next week we'll have more for you then we'll be in your ears then bye thanks so much for listening to interview boss if you want to hear more from us make sure you hit subscribe We're a new podcast, so if you liked this episode, we'd really appreciate it if you could give us a review so we can help even more people. For more advice, inspiration, and a supportive community, join us in the Interview Boss Facebook group. We've been your job search besties and helped you in some way. There's a cool way you can support the show. Shout us a virtual coffee. We get a huge kick out of reading all of your success stories. Head to buymeacoffee.com forward slash interview boss and shout us a cuppa. If you keep us caffeinated, we can keep the content coming.